Pickaxe. All right, boys, you've been up to much recently? Mm. No, no, not really. No. No. Nothing, nothing exciting or kind of life changing? No. No. Oh, just a, no, sort of a culmination of any anyone's dreams potentially. Did that mm, happen? No, tr- not, not yeah. at all. No. no one met any truly formative celebrities to their their character and humor to this day that they knew in childhood. No, that didn't happen. To anyone? No. no. Been to any Anybody? any new cities you've never visited before? Any either of you? No. No. At all? No. no. Oh, now you mention it. Oh, we. I was in Nottingham at the weekend. Um, nothing. I don't oh, think really? anything exciting happened. Did you... I think I was in Nottingham at the weekend. Oh, as well, I was in Nottingham over the weekend. Yeah, well, that's, that's weird. We were nothing, all together in the same city. Nothing but particularly exciting. I, I went to see. I went to like the theatre for you know just see a show oh while I was God, there. Oh my God! So did I. Oh. I went to the theatre. Oh, that's <gasps> funny. Wait, no, were we all at the same theatre and we didn't even realise? Did you, oh, you, did, you no. did you by any chance go see uh, uh, Richard and Dominic? Richard and Dominic, who? For, better and known as Dick and Dom. Um, yes. Oh, I think I got an email about that. I think I did go and see that. Oh, magic. That's, oh. It's weird that you don't really remember because I think I was on stage for that, that night. That was you? What? That, was, that guy that... that looked like you called Michael Johnson? Yeah, the the, the dude with a slight Geordie accent and nervous demeanour. That was that was me on stage. <laughs> no. The guy nearly choked to death. Was that, that was you? <laughs> well, without revealing too much, yes, I nearly died on stage in front of a small audience. Well, medium audience. It's all coming back to me now. I had a magical <laughs> weekend. Yes. Uh, we couldn't go and see Dick and Dom in Newcastle. That would be too convenient. <laughs> yep. We couldn't go and see Dick and Dom in Stoke-on-Trent. We didn't know that show existed. <laughs> so we went to Nottingham, and this is definitely going to be the Dick and Dom episode of Podiots. Yes, it is. Yeah, there's no way of escaping it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but we all had a lovely, lovely time. And I, I was I was grabbed and taken behind the scenes and shoved on stage and made to prance and dance for everyone's pleasure. <laughs> yes, indeed. It was... A very interesting evening. And uh, before we get to the show, I would like to thank the the few people who came up and introduced themselves to Peter and I, yeah, who I were not dancing around on stage. Absolutely. Unfortunately, they weren't able to see Mikey because he had been dragged backstage, as he says. Yes. Uh, but we did meet uh, a few lovely people, uh, one of whom, James, I believe is his name, bought us a yes. flipping drink at the bar. Oh, nice. look at you. You Bloody missed well, out, dude. Mikey. Damn. Yeah. I was getting pied in the face. You were living the good life. <laughs> So we thank you to were. everyone, not just James, but it was it was lovely to see you all, and uh, yeah, lots of nice people saying nice things. Yeah, oh, isn't it well, nice? It's time, I think, we get into the show and talk about our grand flipping day out. Indeed, let's. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Podiots, the official Vidiots podcast. It's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three us, where everybody brings a thing along to talk about. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I'm a bungalow head, Mikey. Sorry, I'm now. I can never show up about this. Genuinely, this is the most exciting thing that's ever happened to me. So this is my mm. whole personality now. I hope you get used to it. Star of stage and or screen, Michael Johnson. Look at is me. gracing us with his presence. Yeah. <laughs> what an honour. What an honour. Unreal. 
Unreal. Uh, yeah, we. it's difficult to not just launch straight into it and talk about the crazy time we had uh, seeing Michael be a bungalow head and our own personal experiences that Peter and I had at the show too. Plenty of rich, fulfilling anecdotes. Mm, so mm. sustaining and, and full of nutrients and uh, what, what do they call it? Uh, creamed mess mess. Indeed. Yes, that's it. Yes. yes. <laughs> Uh, but before we get to the creamed mess mess, uh, we need to talk about Pod Squad. Hey, do you like what we do? Do you want to send us to more Dick and Dom shows? <laughs> well, you can by going to podiots.com. If you donate £3 or more, uh, you will get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show and you will join Pod Squad. Would you like that? Would you like to do that? Well, oh. we're going to shout out the people who are the Pod Squad in the Pod Squad of the Pod Squad this week. <laughs> wow. We begin with the world-famous Donak07. I added the world-famous there. I don't know why you get called out. Well done, Donak07. You've made it. Dick and Donak. There you go. Perfect. Very good. Very good. Very good. Lord Brotovich. I am Bastard Blobby. Stephen Scordes. Cooking Mama. Uh, Cooking is in the the naughty naughty act, I guess. (laughs) Finn Tristam. My Kiki's Delivery Service. Peter Austin Powers Gold member, Ben Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Go- gob- Goblito Fire, as I yeah, almost read out there. <laughs> Alexa, the plane fixer, and two tone Tony. Mm. We've also got Prince Beefcakes, Happy Birthday Stephen, uh, Viddy Oats Abix, Uh Oh, Bot Bop Boppis. Uh, Laurie Wales Yee Bob, eight t. Hang on, what is that? Eighty thousand and eighty-five, which spells boobs. Oh. Nice. Uh, three, but with a sparrow. Viddy Oats, what's that then? You've never eaten Kermit the Pog soup, and Mikey's farts can kill Castro. <laughs> Lovely. And finally, we have your boy Milo, Castro Life Insurance Policy. Wait, this isn't Triforce. Master Bartek Kumitsa. Disgusting Bartek. Mr. Macca, Kermit the Pog. Ian Jasper, now 58 years young. Happy birthday. Uh, Noel Edmonds, Turkey Neck. Flobby Williams. Cunty Boss from What Culture. And Ed Millipede. Lovely. Do you guys have a favourite out of those? Blobby uh, Williams for me. Blobby Williams has to Blobby be the winner. That's pretty good. Uh, Noel Edmonds' turkey neck took me by surprise, if nothing else. So, uh, yeah, sure, I'll go with that one. I like Cucking Mama. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. a fun one. I like that. Also, Mikey's delivery service is great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, that's very, very creative. Gold yeah. star for you. Well done, everyone. Uh, once again, podiots.com, £3 or more to get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show and support us. We love you. Thank you so much for your amazing support. Uh, Peter, you are question master this week. I am. And I've brought some kind of, as this is the Dick and Dom special episode, I brought the most Dick and Dom adjacent questions I could find. Um, okay. That doesn't necessarily mean they're particularly Dick and Dom related, but sure. So we start with, uh, let's start with uh, a tiny demon at its Lisa Arts with underscores on Twitter says, if you had your own game show, what tasks would you have the contestants do or compete for? A uh, big inflatable assault course never goes wrong. Yeah, a classic. Yeah. 
maybe there could be some sort of danger element, perhaps audience participation. Maybe the audience have BB guns or airsoft rifles. <laughs> oh my god. And can shoot the participants as they make their way through the course. And the one who comes in first has their heating paid for for the oh, winter. And the one who comes in last has their heating turned off. <laughs> Uh, landscape of, of Britain as it stands today. What an honour! What yeah, a lovely, yeah. lovely viewing viewing experience that and is. And you could call it "Get Your Home Back." Oh, he's got the full package, baby. Let's send that to ITV and ship it. I love that. <laughs> oh, I I quite like. I I would like to do some kind of reframing of, of really crap Guinness World Records and just making every program an attempt to break as many Guinness World Record records as possible. Okay, and yeah. I'm sure if you go down in the in the Guinness caves and the mines, there's some very, very obtuse and weird ones out there just because someone bothered to pay the several thousand pounds to get uh, a world record. So I reckon we go and smash some of those and make them even weirder. I wonder if that even... Perhaps not in the UK, but if that even might actually exist as a as a game yeah. show, oh my it's God, a really actually. good concept, Mikey. It should exist. <laughs> it's too good, Michael. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> Shit! No one steal this, please. I need this for my retirement. Um, I would like to see a sort of uh, a, a one shot, um, like a, a one off episode of a game show. It's like a there's a single episode of it. And uh, everyone is told that uh, there's only one person who's lying in a room of like ten, uh, and they've, but they all think that they're the liar, and they've all been given this like ridiculous story that they have to uh, tell about themselves, talk about how they're like a rocket scientist or I broke the world record for eating the most planes or or something like that and so they're actually all telling ridiculous lies and they have to work out who they they think they're having to work out who one liar is but they're being faced with these nine other people who are telling insane stories and i'd just quite like to see the sort of pained expressions on people's faces as they're like i have no flipping idea who is the the bluffer here because that guy's saying he ate a car this guy says his his mum once had sex with prince charles king charles you know like all of that and she's trying to rationalize the possibility of outlandish claims possibly being true yeah <laughs> send someone mad it sounds like some kind of mental torture really and maybe you know it probably breaks the geneva convention but i'd like to see what happens and then uh what do they win i don't know i mean the whole show's a fix anyway so maybe we, they also get told uh you don't win anything and we just see again what the psychological ramifications of that are um, good this is oh, research man. yeah it's brutal isn't it it's pretty devastating yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be really sad <laughs> I could see that playing after um, Loose Women on ITV in the daytime, yeah. possibly. Yeah. Little, little wake-up call in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some light mental scarring. Good. Great. Does the body good. Yeah. What's uh, it called, Peter? Do you have? Do you guys have a name for your shows? Oh, um, I don't know. Do you have one for yours? Yeah, what? I named mine already. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mikey, what's yours called? Uh, I honestly have no idea. The the Winnis World Records, because we're oh. winning a lot of world records. Isn't that good? Yes. <laughs> That's about as much as you're going to get out of me. 
Uh, mine would be called Spot the Bullshitter. Hey. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a Dave TV show. Yeah, to doesn't me. it? Yeah. yeah. Spot the big fucking liar. <laughs> Geezer. I'm excited to see this new lineup of TV storm the channels. What what a delight it's going to be. It's going to yeah. be wonderful. Um, we're definitely not going to be uh, like sent in front of, what's it called? Offcom. Offcom. It's going to be an, yeah, an we'll Offcom get a few complaints. issue. We'll have, a, we'll have our own little competition going to see who many who can get the most uh, complaint phone calls through from it. Oh, yeah, but that's, that's another idea for a show though, isn't it? That's true. A, a game show where each contestant has to do the most outrageous thing to see who can generate the most Ofcom complaints. It'll <laughs> yeah. be difficult to work out which of them are genuine or not because people may end up just... It may end up just being... It is essentially a form of voting anyway, so people might just call up and complain about their favourite act. You could they DDoS think the most Ofcom. You could, like, you know, get... <laughs> there could be so many complaints, real and fake ones, that they would have to just close down Ofcom for the yes. night because it would it be would too bad up. and that would allow other channels to like play their most controversial shows briefly oh my god like dropping an emp on an important center like infrastructure center in a city like so that television you can then go tower and do a heist <laughs> yeah but they just show an episode of family guy where they say the c word whoa <laughs> yeah man I like this. We got um, we got weird there with the EMTs. This is like, Vidiots presents a small-scale domestic terrorist attack on British yeah. airwaves. <laughs> I think we could do it, personally. We've already taken over uh, Google Maps. And True. with the use of our stickers at, uh, at, uh, at vidiotsofficial.com, you can go and buy some. We've taken <laughs> over most major cities as well. We're unstoppable yeah. stickers all over the place. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Well, uh, thank you guys for some excellent shows. I don't know if they'd rival a certain show that uh, we may or may not have been to see in Nottingham on the weekend, and mm. perhaps it's time already to get into that. Uh, yeah. I don't know which one of you wants to go first. Perhaps Mikey can tell us all about what happened backstage. Oh, yes. man. Yeah. Well, Before you do, Michael, I just want to ask some general questions or set the 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 let, paint the picture almost for what this show actually is because I'm not as big of a Dick and Dom fan as you two are. <laughs> and I didn't grow up, uh, I don't know. I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I didn't grow up idolizing them. I don't know if you guys did, but certainly you, you really flipping loved their show and I enjoyed it when I saw it, but it was never like a, a huge aspect of my childhood uh, to the extent that, that it was for you guys. So I, I kind of want to know how magical the experience was for, for you to just generally go into mm-hmm. it, well, it's, like I think we all watched um, some kind of children's game or quiz shows on, on telly, and there was always that element of God. I wish I could be part of that. That looks like a lot of fun. Dick and Dom was like the ultimate naughty child's weekend away to be on telly and act like a prat. And in, in this comical little world, these two funny little men have, have conjured up. It was this bonk. It was just kids. Well, I don't know, because Dick and Dom have got, clearly got a very childish sense of humour. They're in tune with what the kids want, and that's farts, lots of mess, and, and screaming and shouting. And they yeah. delivered on all fronts, baby. Um, yeah, Dick and Dom was kind of a variety show, best way of putting it. Um, so yeah. they would 
in each episode there'd be bungalow heads the contestants contestants uh, joined together to to go through the ringer and play a variety of games and challenges to see who's crowned the bungalow head and wins the most points um has a whole cast of characters, some of which I assume a lot of our viewers are already, already familiar with, including the neighbor's cat who sang the famous Stoke on Trent song. <laughs> um, That's right. Yeah, it's just all very silly, farty, noisy, just lots of lots of people screaming together in a dirty room. And so um, the farting and the screaming definitely carried on through to me in adult life, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I certainly, I, in all honesty, at the time, I went through at least one phase, if not more than one, of being a bit too good for that show and thinking like, oh, it's so childish. You know, it's like it's so immature and stupid. And, you know, people, anyone who watches that show is 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 a lame And I think that was what the prevailing, certainly the outward opinion was at school. Um, but then there were definitely times where I actually really enjoyed it and I would like tune in and I would find it funny and maybe I wouldn't have told other people at the time uh, but I certainly enjoyed it at, at certain times and then as time has gone on and I've gone back and and watched it in hindsight I appreciate it even more actually for what it was because I it wasn't just uh toilet humor or lavatorial as the word uh that was the word that was used when it ended up in the house of commons complained about <laughs> by an mp Peter Luff, I believe his name was. He took he took it to the House of Commons, called it lavatorial humor, um, and they were like parodying it in the next episode and stuff. And <laughs> uh, that's the kind of thing, though, is that there were some more kind of intelligent or subtle jokes in there, and there was innuendo as well in the game names that kind of passed me by until almost pretty much up until the live show where they were talking about there was a game called like Water Sweaty Flap. And they yep. were just yep. saying, yeah, we, this was the name of the game. And uh, sure. And there's one, I remembered uh, this one already, but it was, um, it was a game called Pumpy Rumpy, where <laughs> you pump up your ass and they had like these inflatable pants. So you end up with a massive ass. And not only is that a clever name, but Rumpy Pumpy is actually like slang for sex. So, you know, there's all ki- like quite a lot of layers to the humour there. It's not just men shouting bogeys in a library, but there's that too. Yeah, mm. it's a fair play to them. Like, the creative team were all adults. I think they had their own fun with it and put in their own jokes and kind of pushed it as far as they could yeah. until it, the, it broke and they got th- thrown off TV and weren't allowed back. Yeah. Was there a point where they were just thrown off? Because they won a BAFTA. We know that. They won, I think uh, which, they won more than one BAFTA. I think they may have oh, won wow. two BAFTAs. Or certainly Dick and Dom have won two BAFTAs. It might have been for another show. But yeah, the show won at least one BAFTA. And no, they they actually, they they cut their losses. Well, not cut their losses. They decided to end on a high. They intentionally said, we want to end the show now. Because otherwise, if we keep it going for another few seasons, it will grow stale. But they're actually on record saying that they chose to walk away um, while it was mm-hmm. as successful as it was. Um, yeah, so, smart yeah. boys. Hence That's why there's such a, a massive amount of people clamoring to see them again live as they tour 20 years down the line. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I have always been aware of the comparisons between what we did, the very flattering comparisons. We didn't win a BAFTA, we just went <laughs> to BAFTA once. <laughs> Uh, but like the very flattering comparisons between what we did at Vidiots and yeah. what 
Dick and Dom was like. But I never really, until I sat there and watched the 20th anniversary show, did I realize, wow, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of similarities. Um, <laughs> just in terms of the presentation and the stupidity of it all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and again, I'm not comparing us to Dick and Dom, even in the slightest, but it was just sort of crazy to me how, I don't know if, for you guys, it was more of a conscious decision, but certainly it wasn't a conscious decision for me. I saw a lot of parallels <laughs> between the yeah. silliness that we got up yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't for think sure. there was ever any in- intentional homages, but it's definitely there. It's in its blood, damn it. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, shall, I, sh- shall we roll on to how the day went? <laughs> yeah, yes. uh, we should clarify as well, uh, certainly from my uh, point of view. Uh, I don't know if you guys ended up having a drink afterwards, but I had to head off before Mikey had been able to have his shower and <laughs> emerge from backstage like the Ooh. celebrity that he was. Um, but I haven't caught up with Mikey since he was on the show. So I I'm, I know as almost as little as you guys other, other than what I actually saw, but I don't know what your experience was backstage. And so I'm intrigued to know, Mikey, what, what happened? Well, have you know, overall, it was a wonderful experience with a few fun points that I'll get to. Um, Yeah, so the gist was that with this live tour, um, I think it was with VIP ticket holders, you were given the chance to sign up to be part of the show and be a bungalow head for the entire runtime of the show. Um, So that email came through a couple of weeks ago. It was like, right, guys, get your submissions in and we're looking for bungalow heads. Um, I I definitely sat on it for three days. (laughs) I was a a wreck. I was like, God, I should do this, but I don't want to. I don't want to be on stage um, until ultimately I bit the bullet and I just pressed submit on the application form and it looked where it ended up going. So originally um, I was a reserve bungalow head. So I was there just in case someone else dropped out on the day and they needed someone to step in and be muck-mucked on stage. And then two days before the show, I got an email saying, congratulations, you're a confirmed bungalow head. Please be at the at, at the at the theatre for this time, and we'll show you the ropes. And oh boy, was that a weird night. <laughs> panic, panic set in. And then but acceptance. You did, you, sorry, Mikey, you did, you did like, you prepared though, didn't you? You brought shorts. Oh, yeah, I knew what I was doing. Well, they said in their email, like, just a heads up, this is going to get messy. Shower and a change of clothes. Well, shower will be provided, but we recommend you bring a change of clothes. And by God, am I glad I did. It was a mess at the end. <laughs> there was genuine concern in the pub beforehand that if he wore his <laughs> jeans, he might expose his dick and balls to the entire crowd. <laughs> yeah, I opted for tactical shorts instead of jeans because my jeans have a tendency to um, reveal a little bit of bum crack and let's not let's not do that on a stage full of families. Well, mostly yeah. mostly 20-somethings but a few ki- a few younger people amongst there. No, so let's not there, start yeah. that. Not good. Um, but yeah, we, we, we all met together in Nottingham. We sat down for a little drink beforehand and then when the time... Well, actually, no, I forgot the key element here, which is um, I managed to forget all of our tickets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Truly spectacular. It was the one thing I had to remember, and I, I messed it up. So we had to sheepishly go and enter the building as soon as possible to be like, um, excuse me, I forgot all of our tickets. Can you still let us in, please? Thankfully, there was no drama, and we all got in fine. Um, but at that point, we, we, we parted ways. I was destined to go behind the scenes and you guys went uh, to queue up to meet Dick and Dom and take your seats in the auditorium. But um, yeah, we, we went, went down these creepy back alleys around the 
And the inner workings of theatres and stuff and big buildings like this are, are, are scary because it's just concrete stairs and long, windy corridors with no real sense of direction. Mm. So we got guided around by the lovely tour manager who showed me and the other bungalow heads to our little changing rooms where we could get changed and get to know each other. And as we were walking to the the, uh, the changing room, I heard the familiar sound, the familiar voices of Dick and Dom around a corner. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, it was it was weird. I was at the back of the pack, and so the other people went around in front of me, like, "Oh, hey, how are you doing? How are you doing?" And I, I just I couldn't see them, so I just shouted from around the corner, "Hello!" <laughs> <laughs> and then I poked my head around and saw them um, dive into their changing room to get ready for the show. So that was my first glimpse of D and D. And yeah, we had we had a nice little chat. All the people got to know each other and just kind of recounted tales of watching Dick and Dom. It was very nice and got to know a few of the people. One of the pe- one of the people I was on stage with was um, a professional bingo caller, which is oh. the best Amazing. job I could ever imagine. <laughs> I was very jealous of that. Um, and yeah, we all got chatting. And then fifteen minutes before show, we got a knock on the door telling us, "All right, come come stand next to the stage. It's time." And my God, it was terrifying walking up this corridor and just hearing the echoed shouts of bogeys. Oh, gosh. Bogeys. Yeah, or try sitting in it. Yeah. <laughs> ben and I were feeling so grumpy about that. Specifically. I don't mean we were not happy to be there in general, but like we were sitting in this crowd and we were surrounded by people yelling at the top of their voices. And I wouldn't mind, except the whole point of that game is that it's meant to you meant to do it somewhere where you feel embarrassed and because the challenge is to get louder <laughs> and louder and you know see who bottles it the first, like before the other but it's just people yelling at the top of their voices and oh we were, I was getting works. really annoyed <laughs> it was a fantastic time and I really enjoyed it but I had celebrated St Patrick's Day with mm. a, a triple jump editor Kieran the night before and a few other people and I was extremely hungover. <laughs> oh, that's not what you want to really be. really tired. And to be sat in that room full of possibly the most obnoxious adults on the entire planet. <laughs> yeah. About whom they're, <laughs> uh, Dick and Dom is one of their major personality traits. Just sort of singing along to every <laughs> single song that was playing before the show even started. It was like, I, <laughs> this is bad. I need to get out of here and lie down in the dark. Oh my god god well while you were sat in your chairs hitting your life i was there getting ready and getting in stage instructions from the lovely uh stage manager and he, he you know we we talked with ian kirkby who's the man who god he he's di harry bat he plays that role but he's also just kind of like a variety actor he does yeah, a lot a of couple different of people roles like that um the guy who was puppeteer for the neighbor's cat uh dave chapman did all sorts of just random characters and stuff like melvin o'doom did as well melvin who's now a, a radio dj um yeah they had a, a whole they had a basically an ensemble cast who were ready to step in and play anyone for any any sort of reason yeah it was wonderful ian kirkby was a machine he was doing like five different jobs or roles at any time yeah. so he was he was helping her to us get to know us get like get some facts ready for like when we run on stage and just generally being quite a nice man. So big shout out to him. He made us all feel a lot more comfortable. Oh, but what amazing. was unnerving was in, in the in the cellars beneath the stage, running into him, making small talk, and then him realizing, oh, you, you, you're, you're, you're a Geordie, you're northern sounding. He just turned to me and said, I'll have some fun with you. Like, 
his <laughs> Harry Bat voice. <laughs> oh, that, 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 that shooketh me, shooketh me. Oh, God. <laughs> Gutted we didn't get to see that exchange. <laughs> <laughs> he was very nice and obliged me with a photo, though, so thumbs up for him. Oh. And, and then, yeah, it was time. We, we got counted in, and Dick and Dom ran on stage, did their thing. We watched from the sidelines, and then one by one, we were all called on stage, and we got to do the classic running in place with a video playing behind us while Ian Kirkby reads out some wonderful facts about ourselves. The only one I remember about myself is that my favorite thing was to do big, loud, stinky trumps. Yeah, <laughs> did you, did you feed them that, or did they actually just come I up did, with that themselves? I did feed them that. I felt like I had to, I had to pander to the audience, you know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it is also true. <laughs> Know your crowd, baby. That's what it's all about. Oh, yeah. Oh, but before we got on stage, actually, we did we did have a chance to do a meet and greet with Dick and Dom before mm. the show got underway, um, at which point, much like our visit to the theme park, um, I once, once again pushed to the front of a queue of like 100 people to get my photos with the celebrities. <laughs> it was, oh, it was embarrassing. I think it was worthy. The, the, the stage manager literally was like, oh, there's bungalow heads coming through. They're coming to the front of the stage, right? Make way, oh, everybody. Get the celebrity. There. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> I felt like a very embarrassed little king that day. <laughs> and yeah, we got carted in. Everyone did, did, said their hellos and asked some questions and got their photos. Um, at that point, I, I I just wanted to keep it simple. I didn't want to trip over my words. So I just said, hey, pleasure to meet you. Looking forward to being on show and thank you. Got smiled, got a photo and buggered off. Kept it nice and simple. <laughs> I uh, I noticed that they retweeted, we tweeted from Vidiots um, saying there's going to be a very special bungalow ahead today and a photo of you. And they retweeted it from the Dick and Dom account, which was nice. Hey, look at that. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for noticing, us, noticing us, Senpai. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, we were we were whirled onto stage, took our seat on the on the bungalow sofa, and it wasn't. I don't. Th- God, it felt like whiplash. I had no idea what was going on at any point. I was just kind of thrust into this, and just to go along with it was the best plan. Um, and it wasn't long before we were presented with like a plate of ten jam sandwiches each, and. I can't remember what anyone said, but within a few seconds, I was there with a timer slapping uh, jam on toast all over my body to see how many I could get on at one time. That was the first game. Yeah. And yeah, it's just in true Dick and Dom style. It got very, very messy and very sticky very quickly, which was mm. great fun. Um, and I, I, I sadly didn't win that game. Another bungalow head got, got a stonking number. But um, yeah, that 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 first game really set the tone for the rest of the night in terms of how sticky and how gross I could feel. <laughs> it was not nice. <laughs> I don't know how these kids like spent hours upon hours all dirty because it was very gross. Um, yeah, that was the first game. How, 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 how was the beginning from your perspective? Because again, I didn't see much of the actual show. And her, at best, I heard muffled sound bites from the sound lines. But yeah, I don't know what the rest of the show was like. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm trying to remember which bits you weren't on stage for, but certainly the intro I thought was quite good. Um, mm. They came out and kind of reminisced about some of the stuff they used to do, and it, that it was at that point actually it became quite apparent that it was yeah, like it was obviously still going to have all the kind of immature toilet humor because of course it it was going to have that. Like, there's no avoiding that. But they kind yeah. of did a few wink nudge jokes even in the intro about. I can't even remember now exactly, but yeah, they kind of like, hey, we're all we're all adults here, apart from the actual some of the actual <laughs> children who've been brought along who weren't even alive when this show was on, mm-hmm. sitting in the audience. But yeah, uh, they kind of set the tone, so that was good. 
There was a bit no. where an audience member was brought up to dance. I don't know if you could see that from where you were. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That yeah. was quite funny, actually, because uh, the audience participation was nightmare-inducing for me because the idea of having to do anything at all was <laughs> was quite upsetting. Because it it was basically public humiliation. That was that's yeah. what it that's what it was. Uh-huh. So they called this lady up on stage. They picked her out of the crowd, called her up on stage. They had this. They have a big hand with a index finger that's pointing on a stick. They pointed at her. They got everyone in the crowd to point at her, and then oh, she had God. to dance to a song. Uh, and we'd all learned the dance just just moments earlier it was very simple you just sort of had to move your arms up and down in time with the music and in time with the beat but then the version of the song that they played for her kept sounding like it would end but then it kept going like it kept coming to a close and then they added an extra beat and then it kept going so she was there and slightly the, changing the tune and the rhythm occasionally yeah. so she wasn't getting it quite right <laughs> the entire audience was pointing at her and laughing while she had to dance for everyone and it was it was funny but my god i would not i would trade anything not to be on that stage that does sound like a bad dream doesn't it yeah (laughs) forced to dance for the delight of other people well i'm sure you'll get to it mikey but i felt very sorry for the bungalow head who had to come out at the start of the second half um, yes, but Tom. I'll, I'll save that for for when you get there. Tom was his name, yeah. I think, uh, I think so. Yeah, deer in the headlights. Tom. Tom was good. Tom was fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we wrapped up jammy toast game, and the the, the show continued. Um, I think I I forget the exact order, but next on my list, I've got two word tango, um, which I th- controversial. Is quite, very controversial. Mm. This is an absolutely wild performance. But um, yeah, that's it's quite a simple game. Bit of music. In the gaps in the music, you have to say a word related to a, a category that was established at the beginning of the thing. So it'd be like, oh, breeds of cat. Do 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 do. Name of cat. Do 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 do. And do that over and over again with Ian Kirkby. Um, I I got up there. I absolutely smashed it. I, yeah. I won. I got 250 points, which they then forgot to put on the board. So yeah. I was robbed. Yeah. <laughs> I did Peter have a... texted you. I nudged Peter and said, I don't think he's given him his points. Like, no. He hasn't. So then Peter texted you and you said you'd be having words. And then you came back out and you still didn't get your points. Yeah. I, I asked the, 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 the stage manager. I was like, hey, I don't, I don't want to cause a fuss, but it looks like I'm missing some points. And he told me to get over it. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Get over it. In a playful way, in a playful way. (laughs) I think he's just scared to talk to Dick and Dom about it because they were just a whirlwind of like, they're in their late 40s, but they were running around like they were 20 and they had no, they kept falling over each other, like in a fun way, but they kept falling over each other. It was really chaotic. Like I don't think anyone would want to, it's like sticking your hand in a blender. (laughs) Yes, the whirlwind of energy. Um, um, was there? So they jokingly said. Well, I assumed it was a joke that the winner would win their ticket money back, uh, <laughs> and then they were like, "Or oh, maybe some of it, you know, minus deductions." But that that was a joke, right? Or did they tell you backstage that you would actually win just some money back? I'm I'm sad to report that was a complete joke. Yeah, there was no prize so. <laughs> involved in any any aspect. Just the glory of being made a prat of on stage. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the points really didn't matter. At no. All. No. It does make it feel a bit better. At least I didn't miss out. Yeah. It's only the, my pride on the line. Um, but then we, we got into Rumpy Pumpy, an old classic Dick and Dom game in which um, we were asked 
behind stage. Right, who wants to be a rumper? Who wants to be a pumper? <laughs> I volunteered to be a rumper, yeah. which in in this context involved putting on some trousers, um, the stage man putting a big balloon down my pants quite forcefully and handing a pump to another contestant. And, and I was marched out on stage and we were made to inflate each other's bottoms as big as we could, could in a time limit. He did a terrible <laughs> job putting that balloon down your trousers. It went down your leg. Yeah. yeah, I ended up having a very tall bum rather than a thick bum, which is the point of the game. If it had gone around much further, it would have looked extremely problematic. Yeah, it would. Like you were incredibly well endowed, but fortunately not. This no, was another controversial one, wasn't it? Like they, they disagreed vehemently about the measuring method. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of them measured me, and then instantly a small fight ensued on stage. We're like, whoa, 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 you can't measure it like that. That's ridiculous. And I was just stood there with this thick bum, unsure of what to do, <laughs> while I had a, a, a measuring tape mashed up against my behind. It was um, yeah, a lovely experience. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, lost that one as well, but my teammate tried their best. All I had to do was dance and twerk on stage while they did all the hard physical labor. And then I believe it was the break. I must be the break. Yeah. yeah. There was like, yeah. you know, bits of padding in between. They were like running VTs and stuff. So it, it wasn't just two games and then a break. But yeah, I think in terms of what you were involved in, that probably was yeah. about half time. Yeah. And then, yeah, rolled on second half. We had the third game, which is um, iconically called What a Sweaty Flap. Yeah. <laughs> which, well, um, I was, I, I was going to say the second half started with poor Tom, who was in last place. He oh, had to march out. The stage was completely black except for a, for a spotlight right in the middle. He had to march out in the pitch black, step into this spotlight by himself. <laughs> He's got this entire theatre looking right at him. And then he had to do the pants dance, which involved putting a piece of uh, a pair of pants on his head and dancing. And then eventually everyone else came out and joined him. But uh, God, what a, what, a, what a 30 seconds of loneliness he had on stage. <laughs> yeah. he, he was, throughout the entire night, the most uncomfortable man on the planet. <laughs> Uh, it was good yeah. for him for signing up, but he just seemed so uncomfortable with everything Holes going apart around him. From uh, the girl who uh, came joint first, who was who definitely had a like a musical theatre uh, yeah. performing she, arts. Mikey degree. confirmed that. That's yeah. true. Yeah, she was a stage manager for a for a, a leading UK theme park, so she's she's got experience. She's born right. for the stage. Yeah. Peter and I turn to each other and say, she's definitely done drama at school. Yeah. Like you could just tell, like she's going, oh, come on, like pulling all these crazy faces, really emoting. Like, yeah, she's got training for sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. She's comfortable on a stage. Yeah. Unlike poor, poor, poor Tom. Tom. Poor, poor Tom. Tom. Poor, poor Tom. <laughs> <laughs> respect him though. We respect him. We do. For sure. Um, then I believe it was musical splatues, which um was the game that quite literally almost killed me. <laughs> Yeah, God. So this was terrifying. So musical splatches, it's musical statues, but if you move, you get a big pie in your face rather than being sent off in the usual manner. Um, I was lucky enough to stumble at the very first hurdle and at the first stop, I just fell backwards and lost my balance. And so I I was carted off to the front of the stage by Dick and Dom and they asked me, what was the one thing we didn't tell you to do? And I said, move after the music stopped. What did you do? I moved after the music stops. And... Just without even knowing what was going on, I was pelted with a face full of white foam. And in the discombobulation, I think um, Dom dragged me off to the side of the stage and sat me back down. But in the whole process, I'd forgotten the cardinal rule of 
being splattered by white liquids, which is, you keep your damn mouth shut. <laughs> um, and yeah, I was caught off guard. I had my mouth open. And in turn, a lungful of white foam oh. went inside of me. And just as I breathed in, so I inhaled a hefty dose of just mystery chemical foam. As it turns out, it's not like nice cream, like milk or anything. It's it's just aftershave. I don't think anyone would have liked yeah. that either, to be fair. A nice oh, dairy yeah. treat. None of well, at least it, dairy's natural at least chemicals not so much so as i'm pushed over to the side of the stage i'm struggling to breathe on stage in front of all these people literally like the best i could muster up was a struggle <laughs> i was watching you like you know the next round was about to start of musical splat shoes and everyone's like well most people i imagine were watching the dancers but i have my eye on you being my my friend on stage and i could see that you were like quietly choking on the sofa i was like oh boy he's just inhaled some pie there oh i did not want to cause a fuss and make a scene so i just <laughs> co- quietly coughed into a towel at the side of the stage until i was feeling remotely better it took me a good few minutes to be able to breathe properly again oh. it was horrifying but all good fun i didn't sign a waiver so i no, guess whatever happens happens that's fine uh, afterwards <laughs> at the pub mikey twice said i'm gonna go and try and do a sick uh, <laughs> and you yeah, weren't not- you just said I could, no luck just a couple of wretches uh, and oh, then you got boy. some food down you, and I made you promise to text me in the morning that you'd been able to get your bus mainly just so I knew that you were still alive really I hated you saying that because as I was sat in the hotel room like I was feeling really awful like it genuinely did a number on me I felt so sick my whole body ached a little bit I was like oh my god what if I actually die tonight what if what if this is the last thing I ever do well, the good news like, is that we have video footage of Mikey oh. being pied. Um, we'll put the audio in. If you guys want to queue it up, we can all watch it together. Um, yes. I'll put this video on the Twitter thread, but I'll d- we've got a couple of other videos as well that we'll probably hold on to and, and put out there in due course. But if, you, if you've seen this out of context, you now know this is Mikey nearly being murdered by uh, <laughs> Dick on uh, Dick and Dom Live. You guys ready? Uh, which one am I looking at? The, the top one? Top one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Three, two, one. <laughs> I'm so scared. Oh, it's ri- there's oh. a lot of force. You can see you are, there's loads hanging out of your mouth. <laughs> you can Everyone's see clapping away. Yeah. <laughs> They're all having a great time. While you're <laughs> nearly dying. <laughs> Literally, I stumble across that stage, unable to see or know or feel what I'm doing. <laughs> Just oh. get posited next to a beanbag. I'm like, right, cool. I guess I'll struggle through this for five minutes. You're, you're fucking death rattlers. <laughs> There's a man dying in the corner of the stage. Oh. Beautiful. God, absolutely beautiful. So yeah, thankfully after that, I did make a recovery. I still, it took me about, I would say I'm only just feeling better from it. I was coughing and spluttering for days afterwards, but what a wonderful night overall, eh? What a wonderful (laughs) night overall. Um, I think the, the oh no, I think, yeah, that I've I've gone through it all. Uh, I guess now is just the grand finale. Um, So there's a few other games I wasn't involved in. Um, I think it was the 
the two highest points point scorers were got to do the interrogation game. Oh no, they won. Wait, what, how did the interrogation game I think work? The Again, scorer. I think yeah, Tom, Tom got interrogated. <laughs> oh, bless Tom. Did he try his best? <laughs> he was pretty well, he witty, to be fair, actually. Yeah. Whoa. I think going off what uh, Dom said, it sounded like maybe no one had uh, passed the interrogation game for the whole tour so far, or hardly anyone, because he was like. Well, for context for those listening, it's a simple case of you get given a word and uh, the more times you say that word, the more points you get, but you're being interrogated by D.I. Harry Bat. And if he guesses the word after 60 seconds or 90 seconds or whatever, then you lose all your points, you don't get anything. So you're having to like subtly sneak it in as much as you can without him knowing. Um, and Dom said, now here's a word of advice. Don't let this word be the second, third or fourth word that comes out of your mouth when the when the clock starts. Um, so clearly people were just giving the game away. Uh, mm-hmm. But he managed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah he even cracked points. everyone on stage at one point. So yeah. how, how did you get here this evening? Or how, or how did you get to the this part of what was it? He did he did just ask him how did you get here this evening? Like as in just sat there in the interrogation, drove or yeah, something. I drove. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Top tier comedy. <laughs> Love it. Um, and then into well, there was a, the final game between the two leaders at this point. So yeah, the last game was. Um, oh God! Well, it was two of the main bungalow bungalow heads sat in a chair um, with a list of words being barked at them. Um, a list of naughty, funny words. Uh, the challenge was to not laugh or else you'll get gunged. But the other angle of the game was see who can remember the most of these words in sequence. Mm. So it would start with microphone being pointed in the face. Repeat these words after me. Nipple. Bungalow head would say nipple. Nipple trousers. Nipple trousers fungi. You know, you keep built yeah. fungi, the funniest word I could think of there. <laughs> and <laughs> then, yeah, they kept building up um, throughout the entire thing. They were getting slapped with muck muck. It was absolute mess everywhere. They kept going. One, pe- one person did exceptionally well and got to like 10 words. It was a stunning performance. Um, but there was a bit of disrupt in the audience mm. as a few very naughty, I uh, will say yeah. I'm sub- sincerely upset and disappointed at the level of chicanery in that audience. Yeah. But as I was getting to the final stretch, like 10, ten words in, uh, the 10th word was shaft. And the people would like the person got to that point, and audience members just started shouting out the words to help them along, yeah. which goes against the rules of the game. They were asked not to. Don was very upset. Very, very upset. Told them repeatedly, but it didn't stop them. Um, so there was a slightly contentious end there where both people on stage were crowned winners just because of the amount of fuckery that went on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did enjoy that if- game. I liked the, the set because it wasn't just... Because they were getting absolutely smashed with creamy muck muck any time they smiled or laughed. But <laughs> there was... Not only the words were, were obviously ridiculous, but occasionally it would be punctuated with just absurd sound effects as well. So there'd be... Yeah. They would start doing it and then there'd just be a fart noise or Dom would say, I want you to repeat after me after this sound effect. And then it would just be a gunshot. They've been using the soundscape. Uh, it was the same person who used to do all the sounds, apparently, in the old show. They brought him back. I saw on Twitter afterwards and they've been using the same soundscape. So it's mostly like farts and, you know, people going, oh, and silly things like that. And then Dom says, do not laugh at this sound. And then it was a really violent gunshot sound. <laughs> Someone being executed. <laughs> it was really yeah. good. Yeah, I, I, like I enjoyed one. it a lot. Very good. 
Um, and then, yeah, we moved on to the grand finale, which if you've ever watched Dick and Dom, you know, is just creamy muck muck everywhere. So Dick and Dom started hurtling this yellowy viscous liquid around and then a cart of cream pies was wheeled out onto the stage and we're all allowed to just go a bit nuts although we were specifically told do not please throw this towards the audience and do not please throw this towards the big led screen anywhere else is fair game but please don't give us more cleanup than we have to do right yeah Yeah. i did wonder if you've been told not to do the audience as soon as they shouted go 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 and it was the you know the, the classic moment at the end of dick and dom uh, two of the people next to us sort of briefly stood up and leant forward and then realised, oh. oh, and then sat down again. I think they really wanted to be pies. These two, um, Peter, were two <laughs> of the people I would categorise as making Dick and Dom their whole personalities that yeah. were slightly insufferable the entire evening. And then we saw them leave later on, didn't we? We and, did. And they had Creamy Muck Muck on their face, so clearly they had gotten up after the show had ended reached up onto the stage, wiped some creamy muck muck on their faces, and then decided to walk outside wearing it to sort of say, look at me, I'm the biggest bungalow head. I got oh, creamy muck mucked. I suspect they probably even took a selfie and posted it on Twitter and put like, just got out of the Dick and Dom show. Boy, was it chaotic or whatever. <laughs> uh, look, look at what happened to us. Uh, even though they were bone dry at the end of the show and had to scrape it off the stage and put it on their yeah. faces. I mean, I hope they had a nice time, but sure, as someone who I was do, sat near but... them and observed them all night, it was a bit much. It was, yeah. Yeah, it I've, was. Ju- I've just remembered uh, we took a picture straight after the show of us all uh, covered in muck. So I'm going to quickly send that through. Just oh, nice! So you boys can have a look. Oh, um, I'm, I oh, made the nice. film. Yeah, That's so it was, it was yeah, absolutely disgusting. I couldn't hear anything. I could barely breathe. <laughs> I was a mess. I'd been through the wars, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Shall I stick this uh, on the yeah. link dump? Yeah, why People not? Can see. Okay. Look at that. What a great photo. What a memory. Yeah. Yeah. Very did, did cute. You, uh, have you kept your little sticker, your badge? I'm really upset at myself. Mm. So in the very first game with the jam sandwiches, the first place I accidentally put a jam sandwich was right on the sticker. Oh no! So, so it was instantly ruined. I mean, like jam on paper is a nightmare. It just it just sticky and it got right up in it. So I was like, oh well, I've kind of ruined that. Yeah, it'd and probably then get mouldy as well, actually. Yeah, I think it'd have a couple of days before being unkeepable. But then even even then at the end of the night, I just totally forgot about my, my little sticker and left it in the dressing room and left without it. Uh, I sadly mean, I abandoned about it. the fact that, you know, there's no way it was going to get out of that show without some kind of food on it. So to be fair, no. it's probably unsalvageable for everyone. Weird. Totally. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, we all got carted off backstage, left to, to sh- share one shower between us <laughs> and get as clean as possible. We had a few parting words with Dick and Dom before they left and had a little chat with them. They were very, very nice people, very friendly, very engaging. It was a very lovely time meeting them. That, that, that's my story of my wonderful day oh, out. Amazing. <laughs> I did, I did, yeah, I did have a sick tummy for the rest of the evening, though. Um, oh, I dear. smashed through a Weatherspoon's burger and chips, which helped a little bit, but didn't really help. And then I tried to have a beer afterwards, but I couldn't finish it because there was just something unholy happening inside of me. <laughs> oh. Oh dear. Well, thank you for recounting it, Mikey, and thank you for making that experience way more memorable for Peter and I. Yeah. I'm gl- I'm very glad I put my name forward for it. It's, it was a learning moment. Mm, brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, I've got another question here, um, which comes from... Oh, I've just closed it. Hang on. Uh, it comes from... Um, uh, uh, 
Survivor UK Revived on Twitter, um, who says, I've played a board game version of Pac-Man. A board game version of Risk, Lord of the Rings is a thing, and I'm pretty sure there's Harry Potter Monopoly. What movie, TV show, book, or computer game would you turn into a board game? How would it play, and what are the rules? Mm. I did say it was very tenuously Dick and Dom linked, and by that I just (laughs) mean it's a game. Um, So... Mm. what board game would you like to see based on some kind of ip my first one i went for was um deal or no deal but um there's already quite a lot of board game alternatives for that it's it's already been yeah, done so. that'd be a very fun one to do in the in the comfort of your own home you just need 30 people at hand to to man the rest of the boxes for the full experience yeah um, um. Ooh. Hmm. i think that Jungle Run would make a make for a fun sort of mousetrap style board game with uh, yeah, props yeah. and little pieces and you know nice physicsy bits that move and clunk and can you know because you have to escape at the end right otherwise you get trapped. It's been a long time since I've watched Jungle Run, uh, but I feel like that that would probably make for a good cross there probably was one wasn't there but i think in a mousetrap style where there's actual stuff going on on the board mm-hmm. i think that could work pretty well mm, i would like a really expensively made um wallace and gromit board game where the whole board it's sort of pop up or has oh. like little little like objects that you place down on top of it so it's got height to it and you make the whole of West Wallaby Street or, <laughs> you know, the whole area that they live in. And it's got like the wool shop where Gwendoline, Gwendoline lives. Uh, it's got maybe like the mansion house from Curse of the Were-Rabbit. They've got their house with the allotment that has a, a rocket ship under it. Maybe there's a separate board, like a smaller board with the moonscape. And I don't know exactly what it is that you do. But I maybe I just want an actual toy set, is what I'm describing there. Yeah. <laughs> you, um, you can have it so that you go around collecting cards to build contraptions for yeah, Wallace you or something. Yeah, probably build contraptions, I imagine, and then um, sell them or something, patent them, and become a world famous inventor. Uh, yeah, that's what uh, I'd like to see. I want that very much, <laughs> please. How about uh, West Wallaby Street? Right, bear with me. Bear with me. Mm-hmm. Are you with me? Are you with me? Mm-hmm. Monopoly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Whoa. are there enough locations? <laughs> <laughs> well, how many houses are there on there? <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's just the terrace street that Wallace lives on. Yeah, that's the Monopoly on West Wallaby yeah. Street. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, love it. Great. What do you think, Mikey? What, what would you say? I genuinely, I like, I like, I like physical um games where yeah. the kind of it's more of like a challenge and there's tasks so I, I like the taskmaster board game it's a lot of fun it's got a lot of replay value oh, yeah. out of it as well yeah. but i'm genuinely coming up empty maybe I'll, I'll orchestrate my own personalized bungalow head experience now that i've got experience and i yeah. can lease that out for like staff parties or you know getting to know your team days where i get to wreak havoc and throw cream on people to Make them get my revenge shaving foam. Yeah. now you know how it feels <laughs> you're a famous actor now michael stage i'm a, I'm a thespitarian is that what they're called thespian thespitarian yes <laughs> thespitarian <laughs> oh, close enough i'm a man of talent uh, well 
what remains of the two things? I believe, Ben, yours is also anecdotal, sort of from our side of the day. Yeah. Um, plus a bit of multimedia. Um, should I perhaps create a sandwich by doing mine, which is not strictly related to the day itself? Um, but I could do mine now and then you could do yours at the end. You go for it, Peter. Sure. Guys, it's been a little while since we've done a, hey, is this thing real or not real game? And I've brought one along now. It's Dick and Dom themed. All I've got for you are 15 Dick and Dom game names. Ah. And it's very simple. You have to work out which ones are real and which ones aren't. Um, I'm going to read read them all to you now. Um, And they might all be real, they might all be fake, or they might be a mixture. So here's the full list. Skittish Bulldog. (laughs) Fairly Hairy Fizzgogs. Barky Cluckinson's Alfresco Pie Challenge. You'll never do that with a carcass on your hands. Shovel your sods. Hands off Grandad's oddments. Ferrety trousers. Yes, I have trifle trousers. Oh, that's two trouser ones in a row. Pop my saggy bags. Heads, shoulders, knees, and Staffordshire oat cakes. <laughs> Hey, nonny, new, my lord. Grasping, rasping, wrinklies. Push, plop, protein. The all-electric granny snog quiz. And can you quench a queenie? What oh, the fuck? God. <laughs> what yeah. a list of words that was. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so we're just going to go. Um, do you think skittish bulldog is real or fake? God, none of these. <laughs> these all sound so bonkers, but that's kind of the point, isn't it? I'm going to say um, it's real. I'm going to go not real for Skittish Bulldog. Not real. Well done, Mikey. Nice. Keep track of your own scores if you like. Um, the next one Fairly Hairy Fizzgogs. You can spell any of these if you want them spelled, but that's pretty obvious. Fairly hair. It sounds Dick and Dom, so I'm going to say yes. That's that's a really. I'm going to say no. It is real. Oh, Whoa! Um, surprising reference to Fizzgog there. Yeah. Uh, Barky Cluckinson's Alfresco Pie Challenge. <laughs> I'm going to say that's Again, real. Yeah, pies it's are a common theme. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with real as well. Too complex to be made up. That is real. Nice. You'll never do that with a carcass on your hands. This one's just perplexing more than anything. I don't know what that means. I'm going to say no to that one. I'm going to say no as well. This one is real. Oh, Uh, what? What does it mean? I I vaguely remember this one. I think they had to put chicken carcasses. I don't know if they were real raw ones, which is disgusting, or possibly real cooked ones, or maybe fake ones. But they had to put a chicken carcass on each hand, and then I think they had different ta- like week to week. It they had to do a different thing. But the jingle literally just went, "You'll never do that with a carcass on your hands," <laughs> and, then, and then they just had to do a thing. Um, so that's interesting. Quality children's entertainment. Yeah, shovel your sods. That's Y E R. If that helps, shovel your sods. Um, real. I'm saying real as well. It's fake. Oh, oh bugger. Oh. Next. Hands off granddad's oddments. 
Granddad's Oddments is a very good, very good little thing. But I'm going to say fake. I think it's real. It's fake. Oh, oh I'm bad at this. Oh, yeah, Mikey, he's it's... got it. He's a bungalow head, of course. So he Of course. <laughs> uh, ferrety Trousers. If this helps, it's spelt F-E-R-R-I-T-Y. Ooh. Hmm. Which is either their spelling or my way of throwing you off. Yeah, that's mm. what's getting me right now. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that's real, baby. Yeah, I said that's real as well. That is real. Yes. The fact that I specified the very strange spelling was probably a bit of a clue there. But eh, sure. It could have yeah. been a good red herring. Could have been, been a good, a good red, red herring, herring. yeah. Next one, trouser-related. Yes, I have trifle trousers. <laughs> real. Oh. False. Real. Yes. I think they probably used to just pour trifle down a big pair of trousers or something. I don't really know. Yeah, um, they're not very complex games, are they? They no, usually do normally. what they say on the tin. <laughs> yeah. Um, pop my saggy bags. Oh, God. It's, it sounds so gross that it must be Dick and Dom, so I'm saying true. I'm going to say it's false. It's real, apparently. Oh, it. it sounds too lewd to have actually been on TV, but that is real. Uh, next one is heads, shoulders, knees, and Staffordshire oat cakes. <laughs> I'm saying fake. Yeah, I think that's fake. This was a one-off real game. <gasps> oh, no way. So they used to play the jam one that you played, Mikey, which is called heads, shoulders, knees, and toast. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and yeah. you would put sticky toast to you. And then they started to mix it up on one of the series where I think they did like heads, shoulders, knees and crumpets one week. And then they did heads, shoulders, knees and Staffordshire oat cakes just for fun. <laughs> and then they got sick of people piling the toast up or the oat cakes or whatever, piling them up just on top of their feet or on top of their head. So then they did a <laughs> one week they did heads, shoulders, knees and toy helicopters. And just plastic toy helicopters that don't stack very well. Um, Next is Hey Nonny New, my lord. I'm going to say that's real. Yeah, I'm going to say real. It sounds like Dick and Dom vocabulary. It's fake. Uh, Grasping grasping rasping wrinklies. That, uh, That feels real. That feels real. Something that, to do with the old people. Yeah, that is real. I don't know what it was. Probably just escape the old people who are trying to grasp you. I don't know. Yeah. Um, push plop protein. Oh, God. That's <laughs> not real. That can't be real. You'd think not, but apparently oh, it is. I don't good. know what it was. I should have looked these up, really, at like what the games actually were. But Richard they were just listed Dominic. on um, the like Dick and Dom cbbc wiki page and it didn't explain what the games were but that's apparently real uh next one uh there's only two left the all electric granny snog quiz (laughs) no i mean yes yeah that sounds real i'm gonna say real as well sounds inappropriate as hell but it is real (laughs) oh no what that was about Oh god, uh, yeah, all electric galley snog. No, that's yeah, that's that's gross. This is why they got they they bowed early. They yeah, already they pushed the they limits of what was possible. If they carried on much longer. <laughs> uh, and finally, can you quench a queenie? No, that's I re- can't. Re- that's a fake one. Well, I'm saying you can, and that's a real one. Well done, Ben. It's a fake one. Oof, okay. Ooh. 
Okay. So there you go. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that little foray into real and fake Dick and Dom. Um, <laughs> Were you keeping your score, Ben? No. Aww. Were you keeping Aww. yours? The points don't matter again. No, sorry, Michael. Aww. You win with 250 points. It. Yeah, get over it. Yeah, get over it. Well, I, I got eight there. So I think you being... may have won, Mikey. It felt pretty close, though. I, I was duped a lot. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Well, thank you very much, Peter. Yes, You're welcome. You. Um, time for one more thing before we hear from Ben. Um, so we've got a question here from uh, Jarrod at Like a Glove ninety, who says, "Star wipe, you're living your remaining days in the universe in the universe slash town of a children's TV show. Which is it? Well, I think we know for today's episode. <laughs> and why is it awful or great? Um, and they say." Ares Inlet, which is the round the twist town, would be the worst because chaos. The best is Ponty Pandy because exceptional emergency services. Mm. That's fine, and mm-hmm, Sam. Mm-hmm. Keys, keys. Uh, now, I want to point out that round the twist town, I thought was called Port Naranda. So I'm going to have to look that up now. I don't know what Ares Inlet is. but Ooh, um, I have no idea. That's the guy oh. who played um, Han Solo, isn't it? In the Solo movie? <laughs> yeah, the, the young version. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That'd be a joke six people get. Yeah, <laughs> but I know at Aries least Inlet. half of you will get it here. So it's seemingly just a real place in Australia. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Maybe that's just where they filmed the show. Curious. Um, but do you think uh, it would be good or bad living in the real Dick and Dom Street, living in an adjacent bungalow? Awful. Yeah, absolute nightmare. I mean, yeah, I would well, not want actually, them as neighbours. I feel like the house prices would, house prices would be low, and. Yeah. As long as you're out every Saturday, you're probably <laughs> yeah. fine. Right? True. Maybe? Well, Sunday as well. These oh. do two days sometimes. Damn. Okay. So maybe you have to go away some weekends, but you'd be saving a lot of money by living on the world's loudest street. <laughs> yeah. There'd always be a ready supply of custard. Yes. Yeah. There's a stray cat that just invites itself into your homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty scabby-looking cat as well. Although, if you're the neighbour, it might be your cat. Yeah, it could be. True. In which so case, you never why... see it, because it goes on day trips to <laughs> stoke well, on Well, maybe that's why the cat has always been places, because his owner, the neighbour, is taking it to Stoke-on-Trent every weekend, while the noisy <laughs> yeah. boys next door throw custard at the windows. Got to get away. Aww. Yeah. It's kind of nice. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't. I think it'd be fun for a fleeting visit, but I don't think I could live next to Dick and Dom. No. Just too loud. I like my peace and quiet. Damn it. Yeah. Is there a, a children's TV place that you would like to live? Perhaps. Mm. Honestly, quite fancy the Teletubby little bit of green. Well, I think it's a bit dystopian, though. It's just <laughs> like what else is there? You'd have to. It eat seems quite. Tubby yeah, custard seems... and toast all day. Yeah, what's wrong with that? You live in a nice, lush English bit of countryside with a nice hill house where a robot does all your vacuuming and dispenses tubby. Mm. Yeah, and you get to eat all these banging-looking bits of tubby toast. It's all provided free of charge. I don't think any of the Teletubbies work. It's some kind of... (laughs) You say dystopia, I say utopia. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe. (laughs) You just bounce your ball all day or ride your scooter. Yeah. Carry your handbag. (laughs) Do mad tricks. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I'd be well up for that. Okay, I'd probably pick some almost nauseatingly nice uh, kind of pastoral countryside. I guess akin to what you're saying, Mikey, about Teletubbies. But you know, I'd go with like the animated uh, 
like watercolor hand drawn version of Peter Rabbit they did in like the nineties or mm. you know um Percy the Park Keeper. Yeah, oh, that kind good of good choice. Okie yes. doke or something. Just live in a nice forest where no again, nobody works. Mm. They they might occasionally there might be an episode where they're doing the spring cleaning or something Ooh. like that, but then they don't have any actual hard work to do. They just sort of go <laughs> playing poo sticks or like taking their toy boat on on the pond yeah. or whatever yeah that's the dream or jungle run seemed fun forever naked jungle come Every on day. Naked jungle. <laughs> was that bad i don't think i could do jungle run forever living there no no <laughs> very right. stressful yeah exhausting and there were two aggressive gorillas i think weren't there that like oh threw yeah stuff there at were you. yeah you'd have to live with them maybe <laughs> that'd be bad uh i would i've given it a lot of thought and i would go and live in uh the land of pokemon the animated series because how oh, yeah. how could i not yeah. i could yeah, i could live enough. out all of my fantasies there no go be a pokemon yeah. would you, monster would, what is what age is it you leave to go catch pokemon it's like 12 or it's 13 11. i think what yeah, it's 11 it's children out on the yeah. on the loose wow It'd be sick. Away, little cool cap and everything. Yeah, it'd be pretty sick, actually. Fuck you, parents. I'm off to attack wild animals. Yeah. Catch them in my balls. Brilliant. Uh, well, Ben, I think it's time you told, you know, there's two sides to every story, yes. as they say. And uh, <laughs> would you perhaps share with the audience and with Michael Johnson just exactly what happened with us? Absolutely. I probably won't go as in depth about the show itself, but certainly no, on the, no. the lead up to the show is the majority yeah. of my thing, mainly because mm-hmm. uh, Peter and I queued up for the meet and greet together and had an interesting interaction with with Richard and Dominic. Uh, but yeah, everything that that Mikey experienced on stage, uh, we just got to sit there and uh, and enjoy it, and that was amazing and uh, quite quite an unbelievable experience, really. But we paid a little bit more for our tickets because we wanted to meet Dick and Dom so we paid for the VIP meet and greet ticket so Mikey was not able to queue up with us because he had to go and be a celebrity on stage Um, so Peter and I came in with the other VIPs and joined a big snaking queue to go and uh, meet the boys now, beforehand, I think even on an episode of Podiots, a previous episode of Podiots, I had said, well, I don't mind going and asking them to record something for, for Podiots. Like, I don't I don't care. I'll ask them. And I was very much of that mindset on the day. Peter, you brought along a colouring book to be signed? Yeah, an official Dick and Dom doodle book. I wanted to sign, get them to sign an inside page that I could then cut out and frame. Like, it was a really good page that was, like, perfect for signage. Um, that's not how it happened, as, as you all <laughs> get to, Ben. Yes. Uh, but then we joined the queue and we saw how quickly they were trying to move it and everyone was getting maybe, well, less than a minute with them, essentially. Yeah, 30 seconds, maybe. Maybe. Take a photo. Nice to meet you. Thank you for coming. Goodbye. And as we were queuing up, I said to Peter, I don't think I can do this, not because I don't want to, but because... I'm going to have to like concisely explain what Podiots is and then they're going to have to think about having to record a video, which feels like a huge thing to ask them because I've never been to a meet and greet before. But for some reason, in my mind, I pictured more of a, 
kind of free-flowing, maybe sort of more of the experience Mikey had backstage where people were just sort of milling around and Dick and Don were there and you could have a chat with them and maybe there were other people there that you could chat to. And that was not it. That was not the setup. So I said to Peter, I I don't think I can do it because we're not going to have enough time and they're trying to get people through. And as we were getting closer, I started to feel quite nervous, which I didn't think I would because... You know, it's just two men. <laughs> They're just normal yeah. men. They're just normal just men. Normal and men. yes, I saw them on the television growing up. But look, I'm bigger than they are. I'm, they're really <laughs> small, actually. So why should I be... Sc- they're very short. Why should I be scared of them? Um, yeah. And then as we rounded the corner and we could actually see them, uh, we saw that someone was getting them to record a video message for a friend of theirs that was not able to make the show. So I thought, oh, I'm not going to I'm not going to verbalize it because I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to commit to it, but I'm leaning more towards hey, you know what, fuck it, maybe I will just do it. So then we reach the front of the queue, they gesture for us to come through and uh Peter and I sort of look at each other and I go, "Oh, you can go, you can go first." And and they say, "Oh, you, you know, you're not together, are you you coming in? How about we'll take and they, you know, their mouths are moving at a million miles an hour because they're on yeah. whatever it is they're on. Uh <laughs> how about you come in first, you take a solo photo, and then you come in, you take a solo photo, and then we can take a photo together." And I was like, "That's great. That's great. That's great." So then Peter goes in, he gets his uh he gets his photo and then you get your book signed. And how did that yeah. go? Well, I was feeling the same as you. I was like, there's a lot to get through here. I I would really like us to be able to get a video message. They're suggesting we do solo photos each and a joint photo, even though they're trying to rush through everyone. So in a way, they've already given us a concession there. Um, all the way up to, um, like as we're queuing up, there's like signage that says, please have your phone ready. Please have your phone on camera mode. You know, like it's a really urgent process. So I pull the thing out and Dick, they were about to like move move me over and Ben come in and take his photo. And then Dick goes, oh, hang on, hang on. Something's coming out the back. Something's coming out the back. And uh, I, he was like, oh, great. Look at this. Not many people have one of these. Not seen one of these in ages. And he immediately grabs it off me and signs the front cover and hands it to oh. Dom, which is fine. But, you know, I really want, there's a page in the middle where it says like, what are Dick and Dom saying? And there's a photo of each of them with big speech bubbles coming out their mouths. And yeah. I thought they could just sign one of those each and I could stick it in a frame. But anyway, so they sign it and uh, then Dick's like, what's your name? And I'm like, Peter. And he's like, great. And he writes Peter on the top and Dom goes, no, no, don't do that. He wants to sell it on eBay. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> and it was obviously a joke, but I, again, Ben, I was in a similar state to you where I was just a little bit nervous and I, I just sort of really didn't take it as a joke. I wasn't offended, but I didn't take it as a joke. I was like, oh, no, 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 I don't. I want to keep it. I just gave them a sincere <laughs> reply. Like, no, no, I don't I don't actually want to sell that on eBay. And then anyway, I was like, right, I'll step to the side. And they're like, right, Peter over there. Ben, you come in. And then you continue, Ben. Uh, yes. The, another thing on the build-up was that we weren't even sure if they would be able to sign that for you because you hadn't brought a no. pen. But then we saw that there was a pen in their hand and we were like, okay, so maybe you can get that signed. Um, so yes, then I come in, I get my photo taken and then I, I say to the, I like, fuck it, let's do it. Let's just try. Uh, and at this point I'd already texted Mikey saying, Mikey, I can't do it. They're moving people too fast. You might have more time with them. Can you see, can you try your hand at it? Um, and you said, you'll see what you could do. Uh, so then I said, would you guys be able to do me a favor? And I take out the phone. They both go, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Whatever. What is it? What is it? Um, you know, half in their sort of 
persona and then the other half like there's about a hundred people behind you please hurry up (laughs) Uh, yeah and i said and i I fucking hate the wording of this and peter knows how much this this stayed on my mind because i just i kept bringing it up for like the following hour Leading up to you the start of the show, you definitely feel worse about it than anyone else oh. in the universe, including me or Dick. And oh, Dom, I just but, tortured myself you know. over it. So I said, yeah. and it's going to sound innocuous, but I'll explain why I felt silly afterwards. I I said, so would you mind recording a video message for this podcast called Podiots, and would you mind calling their uh, calling their listeners a bunch of morons? And they immediately. Yeah. Would you mind calling the podiots a bunch right, of morons? Okay. I think was the wording. Yeah. Uh, and then they immediately went, no, 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 can't do that, can't do that. Uh, and at this point, <laughs> uh, I, th- I think they then counter offered like, oh, well, what if we, you know, what if we just said hello to the podiots? And then I immediately thought, oh, fucking, why didn't I say that? Why didn't I just say? Because I felt like I'd almost been told off by Dick and Dom, which I hadn't, but I felt really <laughs> sheepish because it it was. A very spur of the moment, like, ah, oh, you know what, actually, yeah, I'll ask them. But then I asked them to, to call the Podiots listeners morons, which all the love and respect in the world to the Podiots listeners, you are. Like, we all are. Yeah. We're all Why morons. are you listening to this? You, you moron. must be yeah. morons. Um, and, <laughs> but if I'd have just said, can you say hello to the Podiots? That would have, like, that would have been, they would have said yes, probably. Instead of like just oh. saying no, 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 I felt like I'd done something wrong, and I, I felt I panicked. I didn't know what to do. Um, <laughs> so anyway, they then countered with, "What if we just said hello?" Uh, Dick had taken my phone, and Dom turned to me and sort of almost—he almost broke his Dom character to just sort of say, <laughs> "So, what is this podcast?" Almost as if to say, like, he led with the moron thing, like what what is this like are you getting us to record something you know bad and fortunately dom had dom just started recording a video dick did yeah oh sorry dick did yeah while dom is almost finding out he's trying to sort of interrogate (laughs) you dick is like he's (laughs) over your shoulder starting the recording (laughs) he's it definitely felt to me like he was trying to talk them out of having to do it and i was literally just the words were about to leave my lips saying we actually had dave chapman on to record something (laughs) because i felt like that would have reassured them a little bit uh but the long and short of it is we have the video it yeah. doesn't really make a lot of sense peter will put in the audio in a second but if you guys want to cue it up uh, we can we can play it uh, for everyone's enjoyment. Are you ready? Yes. Ready. Three, two, one. Hello, Podiots. Dom oh, is oh. discussing Podiots. Uh, oh, hello. With, uh, what's your name? Ben. Ben here. Ben. Uh, so, uh, in, oh, hello, Ben. Hello. Get in the shot. Uh, so, enjoy Podiots, uh, you Podiots. Just say the word. Podiots. No, bogeys. And that's it. <laughs> now, at the start of that, you can hear... You can hear the end of Dom saying the about. I think he's asking what the podcast is about. And then I say, we actually, at which point I'm interrupted by uh, Dick, who saves me uh, from that really (laughs) awful encounter. Because I, oh man, I'm just so grateful that Dick started recording. Because it went, to me, it felt like it went about as poorly as it could have possibly gone. Because... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Tom didn't want to do it and I'd started by putting them on edge by saying you know can you call this the group of people you've thing. never heard of a rude word and I should have just said hello and I thought about it for the next hour over and over again like oh my god why did I say that 
Brad had come on so strong. Oh, it's okay, Ben. You did very well. But we got it. We've now got Dave. Ch- we got we got the neighbor's cat, and we got Dick and Dom to say the word podiots. And I think Dave Chapman also, in his message, just said podiots over and over again. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. Which is what <laughs> they, they both did. Which is what this guy, these guys did. So clearly, it's a nice word to say. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. It's a video we'll cherish forever. Yeah. It, it joins the pantheon of slightly awkward celebrity videos, along with Dave Benson Phillips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've just got Ed Miliband to go work. now, and Neil Buchanan, and then we've we've done. Oh it. yeah, imagine we've completed. We'll have to go to uh, what's this band called again? I always forget. Uh, uh, Neil Buchanan, Screaming Muppets or something. Brilliant. Know. Let's know. say it's I'll that. Have to go to one of those. Uh, gigs and then meet him at the stage door and say sorry can you just call the potty it's a bunch of morons <laughs> no 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 can't do that how about if i just say hello instead um no actually i want you to call them morons please yeah that's kind of oh. a deal breaker for me uh but there we are that's my thing and thus concludes unless you guys want to mention anything else our nottingham dick and dom in the bungalow 20th anniversary adventure yeah oh. Yeah, that's covered covered all my bases. Yeah, nothing nothing more to add really, other than I think after that or during that, when we were not sure we were gonna get the video, I was very, very optimistically, naively thinking, Mikey might have some sway at the end of the show, you know. Mm. He might be able to like get us like, if not backstage, then like onto the stage. Like they might say, Oh, once all the crowd have gone, if you guys want to like step out on stage and get like a photo of the of the muck with us then i yeah. thought possibly if we're just waiting in the wings they might be able to you know we could get all three of us there have a photo with dick and dom as a group and then just say just just to explain this this podcast thing you know yeah. and we would have yes. that moment could have had a to second have that conversation could have, i mean alas it, it was far more chaotic and rushed as an event i know i was all. overthinking it but at the start of the show dom definitely made direct eye contact with me several times because <laughs> we were in the third row so we were really close so he i was probably one of the few people he could actually see in the audience yeah but he did look at me a few times and it was still on my mind like this guy this guy's looking right at me and he keeps looking at me and i think he's going to ask for my phone after the show to ask me to delete the message uh but there we are it's done yeah sadly sadly at the end i didn't get the chance to really talk to them i had a few passing words but they left the stage pretty quickly left the building and i trailed behind them quite sheepishly saying is this the way out (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then like yeah yeah this way and then they ran off into a van and fled the scene fair enough well it was a magical show and if you i don't know how much longer they're touring for but if you get the chance you should go see it if you're interested yeah for sure yes well michael i believe there is some kind of shop your darn tootin', if you head over to vidiotsofficial.com and click on the enticing little shop button on our homepage, you'll be greeted with a wonderful bounty of goodies. We've got some lovely t-shirts, a very nice cap, sheets of stickers, mug and more maybe there's some more we've got something exciting coming up soon but it's still in production so Mm. we'll have more information about that when we have the items in our hands i imagine so keep your eyes peeled for that yes 100 percent in the meantime if you if you're just itching for your fix go to vidiotsofficial.com and click on shop thank you 
Yes. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all.com forward slash Vidiots Vidiots Official. Also twitch.tv forward slash Vidiots Official. I am planning a stream soon. Um, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna plant my flag in the ground right now. Uh, Saturday, the 8th of April. There's going to be nice. probably a stream, a charity stream. My friend Ben is coming to stay and we're gonna play some games and have some drinks and raise some money for charity. So, you know, if you've got to get it booked off work or cancel, a, like, going to a wedding or something, then there's the date. Because yeah. uh, these, I mean, I don't know if we'll do another. Will another podiat's release before then? It may well do on the week of, actually. But still, the 8th of April, I think, is is looking like uh, the next stream that I do on twitch.tv forward slash video. It's official. So come on by, hopefully. We have a Discord. Mm, nice vidiotsofficial.com forward slash discord if you want to go there uh, thank you to Tommy and Fleckers who mod us thank you so much for your generosity thank you thank you mods uh, podiots.com if you would like to donate to the show three pounds or more gets you a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show you get to join pod squad and once again here's your pod squad for this week Donak 07 Lord Brotovich I am Bastard Blobby Stephen Scordes Cooking Mama Finn Tristam my Kiki's delivery service, Peter Austin Powers, gold member, Ben Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Alexa, the plane fixer, and Two Tone Tony. Also, Prince Beefcakes, Happy Birthday Stephen, Viddy Oats Abix, Uh Oh, Bot Bop Boppis, Laurie Wales, Ye Bob, uh, 80,085, Three But With a Sparrow, Viddy Oats, what's that then? You've never eaten Kermit the Pog Soup. And Mikey's, fa- uh, Mikey's farts can kill Castro. And finally, we have your boy Milo, Castro Life Insurance Policy. Wait, this isn't Triforce. Master Bartek Kumitsa, uh, Mr. Macca, Kermit the Pog, Ian Jasper, now 58 years young, Noel Edmonds, Turkey Neck, Blobby Williams, Cunty Boss from What Culture, and Ed Millipede. Thank you to the pod squad for this week once again podiots.com three pounds or more to get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show peter austin what's on vidiots this week five years ago five oh. years ago oh, the podcast is five got... by the way podiots is now five years old oh yes, wait, really that's true yeah hey look at us happy birthday um so we have got um prove it no hang on uh yes prove it pokemon yellow version part one Worst games ever, Little Britain, the video game. Classic. Nice. Skyrim Zoo Chapter 2, Drafts Fortune. Oh, by the way, I booted up my Skyrim recently because I was doing a stream on Triple Jump and uh, I still have the save files oh, on the cloud amazing. for Skyrim Zoo. No way! Um, none of it would work. I'm sure if I tried to load it up, it would just crash the game because I don't have all the mods and stuff. But uh, yeah, oh, incredible. I tried to auto-install Walrus Companion as a mod <laughs> as well. So. Um, we've also got Person Tat number four, Meth Head Pokemon. Memory cards for March the 12th, including WWE Crush Hour, Condemned, and uh, Condemned 2, uh, and Jedi Starfighter. Prove It Pokemon Yellow Version Part 2, Becoming the Tomb Raider, the fantastic live action oh, yes. experience we went to. Oh boy. Left 4 Dead 2 Steering Wheel Challenge, piece of cake. <laughs> Prove It Pokemon Yellow Version Live Action Challenge with Power Moose Egg, which was a very stinky shoot. <laughs> Skyrim Zoo Chapter 3 Funeral for a Friend. 
memory cards for March the 19th, including Konami, The Wind Waker, and Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, trolling each other in Playlink's Frantics, Polyus Episode 2, Doing a Dharma, Post Some Tat Number 5, Billy Ray Dolorous. We've got quite a lot to get through here because we, My uh, God. Yeah, we, we, we missed a prolific. week, didn't we? Oh, yeah. We were prolific and we missed a week. Uh, Skyrim Zoo Chapter 4, Horsing Around. Worst Games Ever, London Racer. Memory Cards for March 26th. Starcraft, Bioshock Infinite, Parasite Eve. Five Irrefutable Ways Microtransactions Will Get Your Parents Back Together. Uh, And uh, one more, Post Some Tat Number 6, What Have You Done? Very nice, well done. What an excellent channel. I hope they survive. (laughs) Uh, Mikey, I expect big things. Where, yes. where are you on the internet? At Parrot Boy on Twitter is the best place to keep up with all my bullshit. Um, as of right now, you'll mostly just see some Dick and Dom, Dom stuff on there. So go have a look. Hmm. Yeah, go have a look. And Peter, where are we? Uh, we are at that Peter Austin and at Confused underscore Dude on Twitter uh, individually, and also together at. Team, Trip, uh, Team Triple Jump on Twitter and Facebook, but more importantly on YouTube and Twitch where we're doing videos and live streams. We're playing video games. We're doing worst games ever. We're cooking and all sorts of silly things like that. It's like Dick and Dom, but you can't say cunt. No, no, you can't. Uh, it's very sad. I was thinking. The cunt is implied. Perfect world. What if like we could have an actual set, you know, like, like the bungalow? For oh, for videos, oh, so you know, good. like a little like a little desk we sit at to do the to do podiats, but then you just pan over and there's the sofa, and you know we could oh. get someone delivers all the post some tap parcels. Oh man! Oh. Imagine we could have done a weekly sort of gaming adjacent variety show that went on for three hours on a Saturday and streamed the whole <laughs> thing. Yeah, with cartoons in between. Yeah, and, just put episodes yeah. that, of cartoons we don't own. <laughs> never mind never mind Uh, why not leave us a five star review slash rating on your platform of choice it helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms that doesn't cost you a penny and it really helps us out as well spread the word about podiats far and wide and go just just go to vidiotsofficial.com it's a beautiful website we spent a lot of money on it and it looks lovely and you should go and look at it because there's stuff on there and a shop so mm. uh, please support us however you can and thank you to all of you who have supported us so far we love you thank you thanks is there a final question oh goodness me um it's tricky because we've mostly been doing dick and dommy stuff um um, what children's uh, world would you live in? Children's TV world, maybe? Or... Yeah, yeah. If you could have like a Dick and Dom live experience, like I did, which 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 program would you, you do? Hmm. Or yeah, would be a dream. Hmm. Great, fantastic. Well, Lovely. we're gonna go now. Look after yourselves, everybody, and we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Ta ta.